You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 33 of the People's Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for the 33rd episode. I'm your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey guys, it's Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy, HJ, drinking gin and juice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, on this evening in the studio on the 33rd episode. Okay, Amber got some tangerine. Oh my god. And tonic. Right. Okay, Uncle Rob. (laughs) Exactly. Because Joe took a trip to the liquor store and believed something that somebody told him and bought that uh, bottle back here. The, the, he bought two of them And so we tried to partake In that festivity and it failed um, We will be returning these bottles Back to the store upon the Commence uh, uh, Not the commence but the upon ending. The ending of this end? Yeah the end wow. of this Evening we're not because we're not doing that um, but thank you all for tuning in to episode 33 It is my pleasure to introduce y'all to this episode uh, We're going to get into our first segment of every episode Which we call Happy Hour Happy Hour is the segment that we get to catch up with each other Check on um, how our people have been during the last week And kind of just catch up So what's up with y'all? I'll go first. So, my week has been pretty, pretty good and pretty productive. I had an amazing weekend. I hung out with my friends at the Vovkly Co. Polo Classic. It was quite the time. Shout out to Tavy Baby um, and the homie Eris for coming up from Atlanta. Um, they spent some time and stayed with me for that event. We met up with Asia, Asia, <laughs> and the rest of the homies at Liberty State Park. We were missing our beloved JoJo, but yes. um, next year he will be in attendance, and we will bless. make it a vibe. Yes. Um, this weekend was really fun. The week, however, yeah, I took off on Monday because I just wasn't with it. Um, and now here we are on another Thursday with the shenanigans. I did upgrade my phone, which is a very momentous moment for me because my shit was scratching my fingers <laughs> and my screen was my screen cracked the day the iPhone 10 came out or was announced rather. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been cracked ever since and getting more and more cracked every time I dropped it. So, um, I'm now a grown-up, and I have a, a nice phone that, you know, a 15-year-old wouldn't have. Um, other than that, I've been very productive with the side hustles. I am planning my next workshop, which is exciting. Um, I'm back in, like, overdrive mode, and getting shit done so um that's been taking up a lot of my time which is good so shout out to all of my fellow entrepreneurs who may be listening so the cool part is that i actually checked out our analytics today Mm -hmm. on soundcloud and from the last time i checked it we are almost exponentially gaining 
Um, it really makes me proud to see those numbers going up um, from what we did before. I just ask all of you guys to find us on social media. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Um, our Instagram handle is at the People's Podcast, all one word. Um, we're on Twitter at the People's underscore Pod. Say hi to us. We're very responsive. Mm-hmm. We're not as active on Twitter as we are on Instagram, but. Either way, whichever platform, you add us. right? Whatever you use most, holla at us. We're so excited to like know who you are and talk to you, and maybe even invite you to like our special events. And when we're going out different places, like we're totally reachable and relatable, and we want you guys to want to talk to us. So holla at us, right? For real, we like to hang out. So if y'all want to come and hang out with us, we can make it a whole party, right? And then. Even if you see us, not only on social media, but even in person, yes. if you if you f- see us, then you just say what's up. Uh, modern, we we nine times out of ten probably be like, yo, come join us, mm-hmm. get l- take a drink, let's take Absolutely. a shot. Um, we we aren't really that shy. We, we're not we're shy po- at all. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, we're not shy. <laughs> nah, so we probably just be like, "Yo, come on, take a shot with us." Absolutely. Thank you. And We probably put you on our social media just because, yeah. like, you were the first. Yeah, and we. I think we had this conversation before in terms of like doing this for the love, or doing this for the money, or doing this for whatever it may be. Right, mm-hmm. like seeing those numbers grow and us still doing it for the love, Word. like that shit is dope. Yeah, like seeing that people fuck with us and people actually like listen to us. It's like y'all want to hear what we got to say. We right. it's just us. Like you know what I'm saying. But it only it only uh, solidifies and um, makes us feel even more in our purpose um, of being host on this show, seeing those numbers rise and rise and rise. And the other thing I want to charge you guys to do is continue to tell your friends, like let your friends find your favorite episode, give your friends a solid five minutes of that episode because right. it's really hard to say yo you should check out this ep- this mm-hmm. podcast because of x y and z because my home girl asia is on it because my boy joe was on it people want to know what they're about to spend their precious time listening to so mm-hmm. if you have like a fate we we get a lot of comments of people like yo this episode was hilarious or yo y'all really went in on this episode so like those moments we need y'all to like we need your help to to get the word out right so like tell your friends like yo this podcast like i really relate to this podcast mm-hmm. or like they really talk about some shit that really you know is the shit that we're going through like right. you should really listen to what they had to say because word i'll say it a million times word of mouth to me is the best form of marketing right like your friends are going to listen to you period yeah. like that's what we need and then along with that it's just more like, so listen to the guy at the liquor store today <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna take his advice but it worked anymore. because Joe bought two of them I things. bought two cause you know I, he said he was a connoisseur and I mean he was I, not, he was not. <laughs> so I mean I'm gonna take his word and, and bring these junks back but like what Amber said like you gotta we 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 don't use the word friend lightly. We say thank you for being a friend because if it wasn't for you telling your friend, telling your cousin, your auntie, your sister, we wouldn't be where we are right now. We wouldn't be continuing to increase our numbers because just like you said, 
I was very, very insecure in the beginning. Like, dang, people going to be listening to what I got to say. Now I have to, like, really think about what I'm going to say. But now I'm like, you know what? Just whatever. I'm sitting with my friend. And my friends are listening to me here. And it's just like, so what? Like, y'all trust me. I trust you. And, I mean, not only hit us up on um, these social uh, media handles, but also, don't forget, if you need advice, if you just want us to come out and support you for whatever reason, I mean, you can not only reach us on these social networks, but you can also hit us up on it's the people's podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I just thought that was a nice little tidbit to, uh, to start the episode. That was no, a little. Because I'm like, damn, I never know when there'll be, you, you know, we always reiterate. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. This is our first, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We never know when we're going to get a new listener. So, right. I think that's dope. Right. Thank you. Thank you again for being our friend. Um, my week was very, 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 wow, very. Draining. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Damn it. I didn't know it was going to be a bad word. At the- <laughs> right. Um, my week was very draining because, I mean, um, the audit that I was telling you guys about, anticipating coming up, like I said a couple weeks ago, I handed all the paperwork in, and now I did my audit review with the people. And, you know, it's like you never know what you're going to expect, number one, and you never know who's going to be sitting on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. So it's just like as much as you try to prepare for it, you're never really, really ready. Right. And so, you know, you're I went I'm really, really ready. Yeah. Ready. Sorry. <laughs> so I mean like we sat up there and I, I was just like, yo <sighs> that that's all I could do. Just that's sigh. all just just sigh because it was just like, yo, as much as I thought I was prepared, they still was asking questions about things that I really didn't think. You 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 know like when you was an undergrad, like you would study this one thing and then when you get to the test, the exact opposite what you didn't mm. study was on the damn test. I was just like, damn. But you know what, you know, God is good all the time. All the time. And God yeah. is good. And I mean like I ain't stressing because I got air in my lungs so i mean like whatever's gonna happen is meant to be i mean mm. i did i did my job correctly and i mean those that's that are all supposed you can do. right that's all i can freaking do mm-hmm. so i mean i don't even i leave it in god's hand because he mm-hmm. already has a plan and he already knows what's gonna happen so you know, it is what it is but nonetheless this is the best part of my week like i really got really really excited when i spoke when i saw my friends because i was the last one to show up you know what number one i want to shout out to those hood places <laughs> because I was driving to pre-production and I heard my brakes like very like crunching and I was yeah. like damn 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 I said let me stop at AutoZone went to AutoZone and I was like yo when I buy my brakes what I'm gonna do is go to the hood spot and hopefully usually during the week mm-hmm. they close early right. mm-hmm. I pulled up and I said my man what's up he said what's up poppy mm-hmm. I said, you working? He said, for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he said, you need your brakes changed? I said, yeah. And he said, all right, change. He changed them. He changed them junks in 10 minutes. And he was like, yo, Pops, you need um, rotors. you need some rotors. Mm-hmm. I said, I come back tomorrow. He said, you know, that's what I like you. I said, that's why I like you, too. Because, you know, no matter what, those people stay hustling. Mm-hmm. And they you do need a, those people. Right. They do mm-hmm. a very good job. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to these other places that are 
um, established and qualified, mm-hmm. and they charge Ooh, you not like qualified. <clears throat> hmm? mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know that spot I go there for tires, right? And when I tell you, I live around a corner from a tire shop, and then I, I also live very close to Irvington. Tires everywhere, exactly. But I will drive potholes, right? <laughs> exactly. But I will drive, and they will hook me up with the best tires. You right. Understand what I'm saying? Almost look like they took them off a new car and yeah. put them on mine. Yeah. yeah. And and they will charge me the same price that I would pay around the corner from mm-hmm. me for some used, 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 mm-hmm. used right. tires. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we don't always got it like that to be buying four Fact, new tires. You need a quick fix. Right. I only got forty dollars, bro. Right. So what right. you, can what do you for got? Me? Exactly, and he got right. you because he only gonna charge you twenty five because mm-hmm. if only if you got forty, <laughs> he, he gonna take that other fifteen. Right. Right. right, so I mean, yo, I do appreciate all those spots. Um, I do appreciate Jersey City because Jersey, Jersey City. City like it's really not like it's it. nothing, nothing like, like it. it. Mm-hmm. Like and people be hating on Jersey City, low key. Like, and but, I'm just like, but you just mad because you're not from here. Nah, but like Jersey City <laughs> really got. I mean, granted, Newark is kind of like going into that same right. direction of like there's the hood mm-hmm. and then there's like the downtown gentrified area. But I feel like Jersey City is really like the best of both worlds because. Not to say that I'm a fan of like gentrification in terms of people being uprooted and mm-hmm. kicked out of their neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but I'm a fan of being able to go places at nighttime mm-hmm. and not worry but, about but getting anything. shot. Right. You get what I'm saying? I'm I'm and not we, opposed to that. And Jersey right. City has those pockets. Yes, right. mm-hmm. Barry Lane Park being yes. the, the the midpoint. Right? right, you literally in the middle of downtown in the hill. Right, and it's like. Yeah, it might have been a few situations there, like here and there, but but the people bring their kids to Berry Lane. Facts, the white people. That's what I'm saying. The black people's <laughs> like everybody. every everybody being Berry Lane, taking a right. little stroll and mm-hmm. shit like that. So Around. I'm not like like I'm not again against being able to go to certain places in my neighborhood because right. I grew up in the hit, the hood on the hill yep, and, and not you know have to worry about being robbed or shot mm-hmm. or stabbed or you know what I'm saying like assaulted oh, but so even then right. like, like even then being raised in those areas like I still feel comfortable mm-hmm. because Me too. you you like I that's right. why I'm most right. exactly that's right. why I'm most exactly. right like I'm like just like I said those tire shops I pull right up like, like it's nothing I'm it's home nothing yeah. I'm at home and I pull back out and I go downtown right, like I'm right, right. home Absolutely. like because honestly you knew that area even before it was that area Facts. you remember when they had Bradley's on 440 yes. right there like shop, the, shop right yeah. Pathmark mm-hmm. you remember when every summer like Memorial Pathmark right like, mm-hmm. you remember when Pathmark used to have during Memorial Day sale for crab legs what like everybody used to let, let me get Be them up steam. there with the feet, food stamps. That's why they say right. you can't do it no. Exactly. You can't get them right. steam no more on the food so, stamps. So so it, it's very food. dope. Right mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what, where you from, like you appreciate your, your hood because if you sow into that area, you will reap a lot. Absolutely. of the benefits that come and from it. And that's something that I want to do with the podcast. Like, when we were talking about that event, um, mm-hmm. those events that are coming up in the summertime, mm-hmm. it's like we are now a part of this platform that, oh, as as I refilled Joe's Tangare, and it was gunning me uh, when I walked in with this little-ass bottle of Tangare, but it's okay. Um, but no, like, you know, we now have this platform. Um, oh, you want some tonic? <laughs> <laughs> he did a... I got you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, like you know, you said so back into these. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to use this opportunity, the podcast, not only for like therapy because I'll be honest, this shit is like therapy for me. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I want to be able to uplift others, right? Like, whenever we do pop, because we will, like, bring other people up with us yes. and give mm-hmm. back to our Factual. communities. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, we're in all of these established organizations, fraternities, sororities, whatever business organizations, mm-hmm. but. Our people ain't directly connected to that shit. Mm-mm. Right. Like don't like those things give back to the to the needy in a different kind of way. Fact. We are connected to our hoods in a different kind of way. And mm-hmm. I wanna use our voices to directly affect the young people. Absolutely. Or, or not even just the the people. Mm-hmm. That's why we're the people's podcast. Like mm-hmm. we are here for the fucking people. Not right. only just the black millennials like us, not the people who have the degrees and know all this shit but still can go to the hood or go to downtown New York or go to downtown Jersey City or go to all these upscale places. Like not just for us, like the 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 young the young prof- the black young professional, but also the young ten year old Growing up on Bidwell and Jackson mm-hmm. in Jersey City, who may not have ever thought about high school mm-hmm. right. or college. Or some right. of these people that are coming into our neighborhoods who are gentrifying yes. our neighborhoods and they need to know need the to people know. who come from these places Absolutely. and this where is what we have we're worthy gone. of doing. Right. Like, this is what we're, we have the capacity to do. And so instead of trying to get rid of us, you need to get to know, know us. us. Yeah. And I like that because mm-hmm. one thing I can say is growing up, I kind I felt like I wouldn't say I was envious of no I would say I was a little envious of the Essex County area mm. not because of the area and what they have to offer because every county has something different to yeah. offer but one thing I can say was when it was time for high school when, when it was time for college sorry I felt like there was a lot more scholarships given out to those areas, whereas in our area, I'm like, well, you only got scholarships if you knew somebody. And I was lucky lucky enough to get a lot of scholarships, but I'm like, for those that may not be connected or your parents may not be well-connected, like... That's true. When... Cause, Will cause you get the County opportunity? Is college town, right? That's our college town, you, right? You got Rutgers, Seton Hall, NJIT, um, NJI. That's four right there, right? Right. So it's just like, like we got N- what in Jersey City? We got in Hudson. We got what NJCU, Hudson, St. Peter's, St. Peter's, and Hudson County. That's three. And then what? What? When I got my call saying, "Oh yeah, you just got a full ride to Hudson County." I mean, um, Hudson County Community College. Mm-hmm. I was like, "No, I'm going to Seton Hall." Uh-huh. But I should have rethink that cuz I mean like I should have went to Hudson too. <laughs> Seton Hall gave me $40,000 and I was very excited and I'm like, "Oh, I got $40,000." They was like, "No, no. It's 10,000 a year, sis." Right. It's still another 30 each year. I'm that like, you got to pay for. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm not going right. There. Right. But I end up going there and it's just <laughs> like these are the things that I am happy that as a millennial, as a resident mm-hmm. of a past resident of the Hudson County area, I will be giving back to my community Absolutely. because this is one way and this is only the beginning. Right. Absolutely. Right, right, right. 
Absolutely. That's so, it. That's my happy hour. Shout out to that little. Shout out to that happy hour. What about you, Asia? Yes. <laughs> right. So, Take it away, Asia. My, I'm going to try to make this short. A couple things I want to say. Okay, so my weekend was fantastic. Um, very long. And I also took off on Monday because the, the sis was tired. Saturday, I attended the Polo Classic. Shout out to the Nine Live crew. That's my cousins and my friends. Um, we pull up to the Classic every year. I believe this is our fourth year at the Classic. Um, this year, Big Mama was prepared because I went to the grocery store. I I made some sandwiches. Yes. I made I got some pasta salad. I made sure that we had the food for the day because the people be drinking Thanks. at the classic. Um, so glad that my sister Ann peeped me out as I was looking for a picnic spot, and she just moved right on the side and let us picnic. Right in. I said, "Hey, I was like, Sean, come get your spot on the grass." <laughs> <laughs> and I sat right on down. Yes, I did. So shout out to Ann for peeping me out because I was like, ooh, it's crowded, y'all. I don't know where we going to go. But we found Ann, but we had such a good time. And I was glad that I was able to experience um, a day like that with her because that is definitely one of my favorite days of the year. Yes, like, it was the, fun. I can't wait till next year when yeah, JoJo is there. I love the Velcro Polo Classic. Um, it's a good time for the people. Sunday, I woke up in the morning. I FaceTimed my sis again and said, hello. <coughs> Would you like to come over for some fried fish and grits? Mm. Oh, we sure did. And they came mm. right on over. Yes, mm. they did. Did they? Yes, the people came over. Oh, you see how she said sis. <laughs> because I Because Joe, you be at the job. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. But, but then I, it rained, Joe, so And you showed up through the storm. <laughs> You showed up through the storm. Let me tell you how. So we FaceTime. So we were supposed to be in the city on Sunday. I was supposed to go to a city to, to my boy's birthday dinner. But when I looked at the GPS, it said it's going to take 40 minutes to get to the city. And I'm like, I'm in Jersey City. Why right. is it going to take 40 so minutes? So with the, where did I end up? I ended up at Amber's house. The house of Am. The house of Am. <laughs> the house of Am. The house of Am. Mm -hmm. So, um, we at, on my way to Am's house, I FaceTime my friends, and guess what happened? I was like, "Yo, um, what y'all doing?" Asia was on her deck, and then I know they met up. They started mm -hmm. talking about, "Oh, I left my stuff at your house." <laughs> I said, "Oh well." <laughs> God damn, God damn, God damn. <laughs> I didn't get an invite, but it's not my happy hour. Ooh. Hopefully next time. <laughs> yes. Take a sip. Gulp, gulp. Yes. Mm. At, let me take a sip for the shade mm. that's being thrown over my way. Okay. Ain't no shade uh, over here. I know, baby. So Monday I took off. Uh, the rest of the week, I will say, has been up and down for me. But that's all good. It's Thursday and I'm here. Every Thursday, I like Thursdays not just because I'm coming to the, the people's podcast I'm about to see my friends I'm about to see Uncle Robbie about to record I love potting potting is a thing that I potting. love to do yes potting. I love potting but 
Every Thursday is also like my favorite day because that's when a lot of the uh, new episodes of podcasts that I subscribe to come out. And I will say on Thursdays to help me get in my potting mood, I actually listen to a lot of podcasts um, just to set my vibe. And I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts today, and I don't care, I'll shout it out. Shout out to Joe Button Podcast. I'm catching up. Y'all are way ahead of me. I am not where y'all at right now. But I was listening to an episode today um, that I resonated with. Um, First of all, I would like to say, like, okay, so I didn't deactivate my Instagram, but I definitely logged out of it because social media is very triggering to me. So the past two days, I've been logged out of Instagram. Or day, today. Because I think my story expired yesterday. So whenever my story expired yesterday, well, I logged out yesterday and then today. So... Yeah, because there's a lot of triggering things on social media. I don't like it. It bothers me. Um, there's a lot of things I watch on the news that bothers me, um, and that's triggering. Like seeing, you know, everybody's watching the When They See Us documentary right now. I have not, not the documentary, but docu-series or the series. I have not watched <laughs> it because I will say that it is very Horrendous. The story itself is horrendous to me. I cannot watch it. I'm triggered. There's also things that's coming on um, on social media, like people showing people get killed by police and, you know, all these videos of these negative things. And even when you watch the news, so many negative things are happening. But I guess I don't know who said it, but somebody was like, um, if... If you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. Right. But if you watch the news, you're misinformed. Mm. So you never know what the truth really mm. is. But you right. watch mm. you watch the news, and there's so many negative things that's happening. And, you know, and, and it just brings me to a point where I wanted to say today on this podcast, like, um, your pastor will say sometime in church, look to your left and your right, tell your neighbor that you love them. Because I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. Because that, I mean, just looking at the things I see on social media, the things I see on the news, and everything that's happening in the world today just telling me that, like, we need to be thankful in, for this moment that we're living and breathing, able bodied, and sound minded. Because there's so many things in the world that can take away from that. Um, and so I sometimes I have to subtract myself from those situations and just live in the moment. And so that's what I'm doing right now um until further notice i might pop back in on my social media but i just have to limit myself from Mm -hmm. the things that i expose myself to because Mm -hmm. i know that that affects me um i just i don't function the way i would like to and i mean outside of that i've been trying to focus on myself i've been watching what i eat a little bit i work out a little bit you know so i'm trying to get myself together to be in a more clear-minded healthier space and that's just something that is going to to help contribute to that me just taking myself outside of that so i'm happy to be here be happy to be with the people's podcast um i second everything my co-host said earlier we appreciate the listeners you guys i mean just knowing that you guys are actually listening it, it just this is the whole reason why i get up and i'm so energized to do this shit every week because i don't know who i'm reaching but if somebody could hear me or if somebody shares my same sentiment or is even interested in anything that i have to say or anything we have to say on this podcast truly thankful for your support um and we're only gonna you know keep doing this shit and it's only gonna get better so stay tuned Mm -hmm. um shout out to jersey city because 
Jersey City. We fucking here. No Period. bullshit. <laughs> Jersey City is coming the fuck up. Okay. Um, I've just been, like, we've told you guys, there's some events happening in Jersey City. I, I, we just got abreast to the people will be there. So we oh, hope absolutely. to see you as well. Um, and that's it for my happy. I ain't even going to go Can no I say further. one more thing? Yeah. I just want to say shout out to motherfucking Uncle Rob because oh, for real? at the end of the day, None of this shit would happen. No. I promise you. <laughs> like not not just as a tool in terms of like, you know, the person to actually make sure that we sound good, right? Mm-hmm. But like literally as like our dad literally. figure yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. And like as he wipes his tears. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but for real, like he he really won't guide us wrong Mm-mm. and like it be times when like you know like I be thinking I'm like damn like I like I be thinking damn I wonder what Uncle Rod thinks of like this episode mm-hmm. and the other thing I I said that I was gonna bring wow. this up and I'm so happy that I remember mm-hmm. this just now do do you know you're you're the beginning of our episodes every episode I don't think you know that the drops that you recorded on them now. every single I just want episode you to, we about to play like that what? shit right now yeah because <laughs> I did I knew that you didn't you probably weren't abreast. That um, every person that listens to listens to this podcast um, will hear. They'll hear this. That's how our show starts. I heard a couple so, of them. Yeah. I listened to a couple of them, and I was like, oh, "That's shit. yeah." You're every in the beginning episode. of every episode, and at first, I was like, "Oh, maybe we should each like do one." But no, that's how our fucking show starts. Like, yeah. y'all need to know, like Uncle Ra. He comes through for us. Mm-hmm. Like, even... Because every every relationship has its bumps, mm-hmm. right? Every every system has mm-hmm. its bumps. So there's bumps in this shit sometimes. And that's cool. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the, the line of communication is always open. open. Mm-hmm. And what I will say at the end of this, for anybody who is aspiring to be a musician, a rapper, a singer, a podcaster, whatever the fuck it is, a blogger, a vlogger, if you need studio space and you are in the northern New Jersey area, you need to come to fucking 15 Minutes of Fame Studios, which is located in Bayonne, New Jersey. Shout if you need them. more information, shoot us a DM an email at it's the people's podcast at gmail.com we will hook you up with uncle Ra. he will give you his rates because ain't shit free in life no and you can be popping just like us <laughs> popping that's the only thing i popping wanted to say bottles. Popping, popping bottles shout out to uncle thank you so much i'm honored of course no we're honored thank you so much uncle Ra, for your support right they don't we just had to let the people know right big facts big facts big facts big facts so what are we talking about when they see us when they see us you can't i don't have anything to say because i haven't watched so do we can we get into the socials first and then we'll talk about that but first thing we want to do is the thriving wild black segment this is the segment you know what you want oh he's not black but (laughs) <laughs> As a minority, he don't have to be black. He's a minority though, so we. But he's a minority. First in people's Spanish. podcast history, <laughs> right? He is. So he black, right? Right. Let me find him. Thriving while black. That's why I said. That's why I ain't wanted to put it as thriving while black because I ain't want to like throw shit off. But um, one person that I wanted to bring um to the attention of our listeners, and that number is growing week mm-hmm. by week. His Instagram handle is angelclass76. He owns a barbecue joint in Elizabeth, New Jersey called Lit Barbecue. So the background story of this is that his sister 
went on Twitter and posted the following. She said, my brother's dream was to open a restaurant. Last year, he opened Lit Barbecue located in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Due to slow traffic, he may have to shut down. A little retweet might bring him some customers. Hashtag get lit barbecue. This man didn't even know that his sister posted this on Twitter and she got over 4,000 retweets in one day. Mm-hmm. Talk about fucking Jersey. <laughs> okay. 4,279 to be exact. Okay. Mm-hmm. He had no clue that this happened. I looked and he has a hundred and this is him mm-hmm. screenshotting the tweet, right? Mm-hmm. He has a hundred and thirty-one comments of people saying, Yo, I'm coming on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll be there next Monday. I'm coming on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I got a party. I need you to ca-. listen. I am coming there tomorrow. Listen, Guess what? Listen, I work in Elizabeth. Listen. <laughs> now, I did check tomorrow. out the menu. They don't have no seafood. Okay, well, I won't be there, but I'll But you can I'll bring your friends. Menu. I'll give you my I'll I give did the check menu it out because I'm like, let me see if my baby Joe could eat something in here. I didn't see seafood, but maybe he got he got like a special type of menu. The reason that his story like really struck me is because today he posted a video. Um, and this is what he posted today. Good morning, guys. I'm already here at Lit Barbecue, uh, getting everything ready, getting... Oh, shit. My service. Hold on. Let me turn my Wi-Fi off. It's the Wi-Fi in here. Sorry, Uncle Ra. <laughs> I got to bring the router over here. Mm-hmm. The router is not in the building. Okay, I'll let's try again. Hey, guys, I'm already here at Lit Barbecue, uh, getting everything ready, getting things started for today. Uh, PSA announcement, SOS, I need help. All right? I need somebody that has some kitchen experience. I need somebody that's going to do dishes, run plates, all that kind of stuff. So I'm reaching out to my kitchen community. Rock out. Let me know something. Talk to me. Give me a call. Shoot me a DM. Um, I need one to two people just to come out and help. Uh, I'll do what I so can. My, my, my that's point, amazing, My though, point in that is help. that that's not really a sad fucking video. No. My man got so much business, yeah, he, he needs, needs more people. I need man. more people. Do you see that shit? Like, that shit Shantae. is amazing, yo. Shantae. And the power that we have. Mm-hmm. Man. When somebody's in need, if you get up and fucking just He's help right. Just help each other. He yeah. literally telling you, look, I'm going to do what I can. Mm-hmm. But if you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You never know where this is going to go. You never know what artist or who knows who knows who could be like, yo, this this this, this guy in Elizabeth. That's what I'm know. saying. Right. And it's like just because you lent a few hours to this man, you might be the next one. I'm just saying. The power of word of mouth. And that, I, I will say that shit that to the death of me. And that just go back to what I was saying about being raised in the inner city or yes because this is all us doing this, this shit is yo us. this is us doing this shit i've this seen that shit so i'm like oh us, i reposted yo. this i commented i said yo i'm gonna shout you out matter of fact i'm about to let this man know yo i'm shouting you out so what was his name angel angel class, class 76 right so we are right now on the People's Podcast. We want to shout out hey. to Angels Class 76 in Elizabeth, New Jersey, Lit Barbecue. Make sure y'all go get y'all barbecue. Follow that man. Support that man. He looking for some kitchen help. We all about small businesses. My pe- my, my Instagram ain't update, so it ain't let me get the continual video, but it's fine. I'm going to save this. Save that. But no, like, I just found that to be so amazing. Yo, 4,000 retweets in a day. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. off some Dope. Jersey shit, not even no celebrities retweeting it. That's amazing. But you know what it is, too? One thing I can say is I appreciate that because we posted something um, the other day on um, IG. You know, I have not been on IG. I've been, like, watching different things. I go on IG every now and then and look and whatever, whatever, whatever. But randomly, I posted something on IG, and um, it was... um, if you if if I can what was it Amber if I What's can that? if I can trust you if I can what was the heart thing that we posted on IG this week about oh so, if I could counter you send I, me your heart if I can counter you send me your heart you did not uh-huh. know what it was what about what it was gonna entail I didn't know I, I didn't, didn't know, know either but you know those that I didn't that, see it I don't be on Instagram either. right so, so it was like a it was a viral post going yeah, around so all if, you would type is if I could count, count on you, you just send me a heart emoji and they but and, with and, it it and was then, a whole yes. like so it was like some things that you needed to do with it but that's not the point I was trying to give the point is is I could have been the one trying to commit suicide and all I needed was that one person to send me a heart. And lo and behold, it wasn't me that was trying to commit suicide. But I got so many more people watching hmm. what I post and less people sending me those hearts. Mm. So that just leads me to believe what I'm trying to get at is I like that he has so much support, but there's a lot of people out there that's trying to, like we said this in prior episodes, there are people out there that's watching you, but they don't want to support you. Because, yo, all I asked was for a heart. I didn't ask for you to donate nothing at all. It don't matter what... That view shit on Instagram actually works in your favor, whether you know it or not. Mm -hmm. Because now you know people are... The view, oh, the views. People, look, you now you can see like motherfuckers is watching me, but they ain't but like, they ain't support. Like yo, in a half a second, just yo, press it, that heart. You, you know, you know how crazy it is. One of my clients at Louis Vuitton, first client ever, follows me on IG, and he even sent me a heart. Mm. And I was like, yo, this is dope. And everybody that sent me a heart, I really, I saw the value in it. I didn't put like the, yeah, the like whole t- Most people who sent me a heart, like I sent it to you because it's you. But like what happened was if you, if the person sends you a heart, you're supposed to send them this message afterwards that basically says, you know, now you have to just send me a picture. Thank you for sending me the heart, blah, blah, blah. Send me a picture of you. I'm going to repost it and let you know whether or not I expected you mm-hmm. to send me that heart. I don't get it. So basically, let's say let's say you posted, send me a heart. Right. And I sent you a heart. You would then send me a message and say, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for sending me that heart. Now, send me it. You want me to send you a picture of myself so you could post it on your Instagram stories and be like, Amber, I definitely knew that you would send me that heart. You but the reason, but the reason why was because it was for suicide it was awareness. For, it was for suicide. That, that was, that's what the whole thing was for. But see, for me, I got not not to be like bodacious or, or boasting, mm-hmm. but I got a lot of hearts, mm-hmm. and I ain't feel like sending that paragraph to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I just like you know when people mm-hmm. send me the hearts, mm-hmm. I just liked it because like I don't, some people don't like doing all the extra shit. Now the person that I sent the heart to, and when they sent me that paragraph, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, damn, now I gotta do shit. Mm-hmm. But I still did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because 
That's important. The message was like, oh, this is for I'm, suicide I'm, right. awareness. I had no idea that that was for what that was about because right. I saw it on her page. I think and you I'm like, hurting me, but I just I, liked it, right? I did not hurt you because I'm like, bitch, I show you every day that oh, you yeah, can count yeah. Some so people, I'm not sending <laughs> you no motherfucking heart. And then I saw him reposting. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? But I didn't see anybody else do that shit, but y'all. Some people like, see, it was. I don't know if it was like in the fraternity sorority circle because like one of my frat brothers sent it to me and I've seen a lot of us doing it. Um, but I seen one of my sorors say, yo, if you saw that I saw your post and I did not send you a heart, don't take that personally. Social media does not embody Mm-mm. our friendship. Right. right. In other words, like, because, you know, you can see who looks at your story. Mm-hmm. And I can't be mad at that because sometimes you I. I will, like I said, I admit, I ain't want feel like doing that shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't feel like posting them pictures. Ever, right, I had already. Like, I ain't want to do that shit. You ever had somebody ask you to help them move? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they moving, yo, could you come help me move? You be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll come help you move. And then you get there, you be like, damn. damn. I gotta damn, move you move. really got to move? Right. Mm-hmm. Am I the first like person? It is. Yeah. That's, that's so true. You're offering to Because you don't know what it is at at Front Street. Right. And, and then, then when like you get there. You, you got all yes. these remarks. Like, I got to respond to yes. all these people. So one of my friends was like, girl, I got nervous when you sent me that paragraph. Because I said, yo, I told her like, yo, this is what I'm supposed to do to keep this thing going. But you don't got to do all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you don't got, I don't need you to that's do that lot. for me. You sent me that heart. That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it is time. Look, it's times when you... You never know what somebody is fucking going through. So to, it, it was some people I didn't expect the heart from. Mm-hmm. I could have right. been going through something today, and the shit you just said today mm-hmm. could have just but, changed. But my that, whole but that's shit. exactly right. what my that's message, why it's, it's my why it's message important. is about. Absolutely, is like you never know. It's nothing about like it. This was going to be my final thought. Like two episodes ago, was like mostly. Ch- don't only check on your friends that need checking on because you know mm-hmm. there's certain friends that you need to check on yeah. but, but also you know check on situation. yes that you know their situation but check on your strong, strong friends friend. because because yeah. those strong <laughs> oh, friends so during the daytime they be like yeah I'm good da, 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 da. but at nighttime they be crying under their covers They're, and all oh, whatever, whatever 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 and you don't even that know it and real. then when they do shit like commit suicide when they, they be do, so surprised you be like well mm-hmm. I didn't know they was going through something was, but so happy mm-hmm. he was so he was he he just got a promotion she just got her new job like, or or it's like yo i was just thinking about them last week and the you let and you let it go by because they always good because they always good they put check that's up another on the thing friends that you know that need it right, right. Check up on the ones that you think don't need it too and Some that's the yeah. part about that's social crazy. media is that people post their highlight reels on instagram and twitter and facebook and not the times when they're sad as fuck. Sometimes those highlight reels are them covering up. Exactly. Overcompensating. Absolutely. And that is another Because all reason. the likes and the comments, that makes them feel good for the time being. Right. But they still got to live with themselves. And that's another reason why I wow. said I had to take myself outside of social media because a lot of the times I see these posts of these people and their highlights and it's just like, but beloved, I but know, I know you. you in real life. I know you in real life. Like I know you. Sound like me. Yeah, yeah it's like I know, I know you. you. 
and I we speak like I know this is not you and then now that it fucks with me a little bit because mm. I know people who may feel like they living through imposter syndrome or feel like they're not enough or yep. feel like they can never get to where this person is but now that I know that you one of them people posing you fucking with me beloved like that, like you fucking with me now now I'm angry at you for your highlight reel like that's that's crazy right you went to Switzerland but, last year yeah and, and you posting it this oh, year oh you see all your friends traveling all around the world and doing this and doing that and you think of yourself like well what am I doing wrong that I can't be in this place but at the end of the day these people are not really living those lives or they might have a certain situation or a yeah. hookup that Shout allowed them social media right, right. and just, that's the fucked up part because here's the other thing sis why do we give a fuck so much about other people's lives mm-hmm. right like why do I care so much that like you know this person is getting engaged and this person is having a baby and this person is going to fucking right. wherever this person is taking a shit right yes right. like why 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 am i so infatuated with the notion of keeping up like why do i have to look at every new story like why because pe- like social media has conditioned Absolutely. society to think Absolutely. that this like these are the people who are living their best lives and if you're not doing this and if you're not doing that you're not keeping up with the joneses Facts. but who says you have to keep up with the joneses and who says that the you joneses are anybody worth keeping up you to you know why because like, there's so many people this influencer lifestyle mm-hmm. and this, you know, IG yeah. daddy, this and being IG verified, battle, having that blue check, making bread off mm-hmm. Instagram. For me, at least, I can only speak for myself, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I'll be honest. I that's what I'm aiming for. Mm-hmm. I'm aiming to make millions off Instagram mm-hmm. because it's fucking possible. I mean, and that's now, the am thing I that gonna allow that to like deteriorate, deteriorate my like self-esteem and like you know make me feel like i'm not enough and shit like that no that's why i'm glad to have y'all i'm mm-hmm. glad to have uncle Ryan. i'm glad have, i'm glad to have the podcast i have i'm glad to have a real life mm-hmm. to actually like come come to come home to mm-hmm. you feel me some mm-hmm. people ain't got that no some people only have those experiences mm-hmm. that they, they sometimes see. get a chance to be a part of and it's like if you didn't have those experiences, what the fuck would you be able to be able to offer? Mm-mm. If you didn't have like your aesthetic look, what right. would you be be able to offer the world or or social or whatever you know, like whatever you want to call it? And that's why I think like that that's the issue. Like people need to know that even though that you don't have these things or you're not this person that doesn't mean that you have nothing to offer right you have, that's it right there yeah, like you yes. have to know that you offer yourself and it's crazy that you said that because i had a thought that kept me a little sad actually this morning as i was driving to work i don't really want to get into it but I, well i guess i have to if i want to tell the story <laughs> but um there's a lot of pressure on me and my family to um, have children, have a mate, um, and you know, be that be that person. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, like, well, my family knows my situation, what happened to me. They know that's why I'm not with yeah, anybody. Yeah. And in the meantime, like, I've accomplished so much, hmm. but. Why isn't Those that enough? Those things are not in the spotlight. Like, why isn't that enough? Like, I went 
and put myself through school for a second time. I attained my master's even suffering, even while I was suffering a loss. I still obtained my master's in two years. I still went and I just got a new job where I'm getting paid so much more money than I was getting paid. I'm sustaining myself. I have a podcast. I started a nonprofit organization, but still these people are not happy with me because I'm not a mother and I don't have a man. Damn. But that, that just that just I mean it is sad. But it's you got to you got to put yourself in those you got to put yourself in those people's shoes mm-hmm. in terms of it's a word called culture. Yeah. It's a it's a word called achieved. Yeah. Um it's a word called um expectation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of your expectation of your life never included a man. No. Right? Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. expectation like it might have included a kid. Yeah. In terms Down of like, the line and right. I know that I'll be a mom. Whether right. I push a kid right. out, whether I adopt a kid, whether exactly. I foster a child. But it was never I'm that a, like quintessential no. de- detrimental like thing on your life like that mm-mm, determined your mm-mm, worth. Mm-mm. I knew now, I had to live is, my life either When it comes to fam, some family may never have even thought of past mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. Some family, mm-hmm. may that, that has like a drop of water in it. <laughs> so you can finish that. Some family may never even have thought of like high school, mm-hmm. right? So we got to understand that our standing point, like our point in the race in terms of adulthood is not the same start point in the yeah, race as our, as our family, family right. had and right. that's exactly why like you'll feel a little down mm-hmm. and like sad because it's like damn like my expectation on my life is to have all these wonderful things that mm-hmm. I accomplished from my fucking self businesses whatever else mm-hmm. may have come and then if I want to think about plus, a family cool, right. you know what for, for older generations that family is it, it yeah. you know so I think that's Maybe that's really majority what of what that's, it you, is. You gotta, and I'm not saying to take away your sadness yeah. or nothing. I'm just saying like, in and order I, to kind of alleviate it, yeah. we, gotta, we gotta like see it from their side. And you that's know? one thing that I've I've come to terms with, which is why I'm kind of like, even though I was sad about that, it's just, it didn't take away about how proud I am of myself Facts. and how happy I am with the choices that I've made. Because um, you did fucking amazing yeah i feel like i did good it's just like as you gotta remember like i know you only did everything so that they could be proud of you and you may not feel like they're proud of you but you gotta understand that they they're you're you're now a level above right let me tell you something hold on hold on before you said hold on and mommy be like no, where's hope. hubby? Mm-hmm. Where's baby? Where's marriage? <laughs> right. Where's the wedding? You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like it don't matter how but, much. It's but just hold like on, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. It's just gonna Not be that. Not mommy. Yeah. I'm just saying, mommy. But in, in general, general, hold on, general. real quick, hold on, real quick. Um, we're still in thriving while black, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Um, and I continue to say that. Um, <laughs> we're still thriving while black, and um. Shit. This goes out sorry. this thriving wild black segment. Ooh. That shit's strong. I'm sorry. So to so um <laughs> so so I wanna tell I wanna shout out to you, Miss 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 Asia Michelle, because number one, like I wanna tell you that God is congratulate you. You congratulations thank you, thank you. for graduating. 
Um, well, congratulations to y'all too. Hold on. <laughs> it's not about me right now. It's about you. Um, and the reason why I say so is you you broke the mold. Mm. People aren't used to breaking the mold. Big facts. Generational curse. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call it a curse. Shit. I just call it a a generational norm mm-hmm. that you have now But sometimes broken. that norm is a curse though, Joe. Let's be real. And if it is, then Let's be real. Let you call I'm it talking what like it financially, yes. you know what I'm saying? But guess what? She you broke it. Not this and then you know what? Shout out to you, Miss Amber Nicole, too. And you too, Mr. Herb. Nah, I'm fucking me. Nah. Shout out. Okay, so shout out to us. Shout out to the People's Podcast. Shout out to the People's Podcast. (laughs) Okay. Do your parents have degrees? No, they do not. Do your parents have degrees? No. I don't even think my dad went to high school, so. Right. And I know, my my mom has like a secretarial, like, my mom went to mm-hmm. Berkeley College, and like, it was like, it wasn't like a degree, it was like a, not to take away from my mom, because right. she fucking did that shit, and she did was it, mine too, and my, and my dad. brother. So, right. I'm, not, I'm not taking nothing away from my mom, but what I am saying is that I am a first generation college graduate. Me too. So, I think we all are that. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to, you know, this. Let's, let's throw that shit the fuck this out This thriving there. wild black, Because there's you a lot of motherfucking what? podcasts out there who are very popular right the fuck now and ain't got the fucking letters at the end of their fucking name well, I just want to throw that shit the fuck out there well, because my co-host thri- I only got two letters but my co-host got a couple fucking letters after mm-hmm. the actually several because several is from three to five mm-hmm. so my co-hosts have a fuck a fucking several letters at the end of their fucking name so let that shit be the fuck known and I think that we give the same fucking uh, what's the motherfucking word echelon of fucking content as the rest of these the motherfucking podcasts Y'all that's the fuck Amber out here and right. the reason that the other fucking podcast is so it, fucking popular is because motherfuckers were already somewhat the fuck in the industry mm-hmm. before they decided to become a podcaster well, but, guess, but guess what you know, you know it. Listen. am I right or am I right amen so listen Shit. This thriving while black, you know, I want to say Not shout out. I want to, I want to, I want to shout out to um the people's podcast. Yeah. Um, because one thing that we did not do was, and you know, I, I, we want to call call it humbling to like always shout out everyone else but let's shout out ourselves because number one we've done it we break the we broke the mold yeah. we stepped out of character and it you know what. It's nothing like being that black swan because it takes a strong person to step out and look different from everybody else in the crowd. And Mm -hmm. you know what? I want to say shout out to us. Mm -hmm. It's not it's unusual to shout yourself out because people are afraid of the limelight hmm. but you know what on this 33rd well, that's above episode me now, beloved. It's, it's above abo- me it's above me that's above me it's yeah. a like what i say me. last week listen some people be mad at you because <laughs> woo, hallelujah for the time let me order. tell you about my uncle daddy rob <laughs> right because <laughs> he was like let me go i'm like <laughs> My uncle daddy rock. Got the tonic water. Because <laughs> we sitting up here. We sick. was like, oh, wait. <laughs> Lord, I was like, put like a sip of it in there. I'm like, you ain't got help. 
But so shout out to us. I mean, you know what? Too shout out to Uncle Rod too, because you know what? Just take care of people. No, for real. Like for real. Because you because you know it's. People, nah. Mm-mm. People I see. Take a few. People see. People. <laughs> people no, no, no. Will, I'm just kidding, Uncle Rod, because it's gonna sound crazy on the show. People, mm-hmm. people tend to, um, they like I, we said in prior episodes. People, um, want to, they they don't want to see you. Some they, people they don't, don't like the light shining in their eyes. No, no, no. Not even that. Some people don't want to see you succeed but you aren't really succeeding because they aren't really supporting that's different because sometimes with the success that people see they quote unquote see you have you going through the struggle in attaining that success that's thriving that means through all your adversities and the things and the obstacles that you have to go through you making it that's thriving people see your success and they get irritated at it but they don't know the pain the blood the sweat the tears the sleepless nights the tears again the tears that you cry in order to get to where you have to go right and they get a little, they get a little, a little pissy at you because you proud of yourself. Right. Like yo, I didn't hit the lottery. Right. It's work. This is work. <laughs> this is like work. this is work. I didn't work. It so this thriving wild segment goes out to the not only angel, angel class seventy six, but it also get lit barbecue. Get lit barbecue. It shots. It, it it goes out to the people's podcast and also the fifteen minutes of fame because you know what we we all thriving. thriving. That's we, fucking right. Right. So let's go. Um, yeah. So I cheers to that. I cheers to that. Come on, Uncle Rob with the bell. Right. <laughs> okay. We ring the bell. <laughs> we we right. ring the bell. I like that, friends. Mm-hmm. I like that too. That was a nice. Um, Half a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we don't just we just, no. I love when we get off not on those tangents, but when we can have those types of conversations. Right. At the end of the day, those types of conversations are conversations for the people, which is why we're called. Because there's a podcast. lot of people out there with the degrees, mm-hmm. and they sometimes wondering like, God damn, I got my ma- I got my bachelor's, bachelor's. I got my master's. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else do I need to do to get this job that right. I'm fucking looking for? Mm-hmm. And we shouting y'all out too mm-hmm. and thriving while black because it seems like that shit has become the norm Mm -hmm. not the norm not to say that the norm is bad but the high school diploma Mm -hmm. is almost equivalent to the master's degree Mm -hmm. so shout out to y'all who took those those extra two three four years to go back to school and get your postgraduate degrees yeah absolutely and i'm still in that place i didn't do that shit i'm about to go back but i ain't there yet i'm about to go back again and i'm not ready to But I don't, you know, it's just because I feel like, damn, like, I went to school, I got my bachelor's, Mm -hmm. I went to school, I got my master's, yeah, I got a better job, like, two years after Mm -hmm. I got my master's, Mm -hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? Not right away. Not right away, and I still, my my job now is like... (laughs) If you want to make this amount of money, you need go to go back your, and go get your doctorate. Yeah, like, like on, I'm just like, fuck? bro, like I'm tired. Everybody <laughs> and going. then really, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I got this third piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now what? I'm still you know what it is? You know what it is? Like with my job, once you go and get that third piece of paper because they helping you, then you are now contracted to them. Oh, sure, you can't for get no other job another, for about, what, four or five years. Well, for them, luckily, it's only Two? one year. Oh, okay, that's not but bad. But it's that's like. Good. 
you know, they'll keep promising right. you like, more we gonna, money. We're going to pay for this degree, but, but you, you can't work go for nowhere. Us. And that's it. You, Meanwhile, you might be getting offers for X at, amount of dollars. Right. You Come become on. a slave to these people. It's crazy. And though. that's how I see it. Like, granted, you're going to pay me, but I know. What if I wanted to go start my own firm? Not only that. You know? I'm sorry, but I just saw some shit on social media that said that the free world is ending in the year 2050. I believe that. Nigga, I'm 29. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2050 is in what? 21 years? 29 years? Mm-hmm. What's this? 2019. 19. So one more will be 2020. Mm-hmm. And then 30. 31 years. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what we got. Mm-hmm. And they talk about, you know, the radiation, global warming. Girl, like, this shit is end ending. In 2000. So I ain't worried about them. When God you, say. You can choose, but this time I feel like it's for real. When God say, Joe, I'm going to say, huh? Not to, if we choose not to give a fuck, and this is the last uh, we can talk about this part. If we choose not to give a fuck about global warming and cleaning up the beach and cleaning up our fucking earth. Son, we not going to be here for that much longer. And I might sound like a conspiracy theorist right now, but that shit is real. The president don't believe in that shit. The president don't think that shit is real. But I'm going to use this platform to let motherfuckers know that global warming is real as fuck. Right. No, definitely. So... I mean, y'all can I mean, do your own research. No, but. no, I'm a firm believer in global warming and everything that's happening in the environment. And I really want people to get with the shits because it's scary. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. We'll be underwater sooner than no, you for know. Real. They like, said that. They said California was gonna be a um like an island. island. It was gonna separate. in a couple Dog, years. Mm-hmm. It's fucking scary. Yeah, we'll be underwater. My man was just saying about New York. They keep throwing up fucking buildings. Like, yo, it's an island. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't built to have for all, all these this buildings, shit. buildings on, on it. it. Like. Last thing, doing? so I work at Exchange Place, right? Right on the waterfront. And literally on the waterfront, Amber, you seen it the other night we was there. The water it's is right there. It's, it's right this, this far right. from the boardwalk. Which and it Maybe never was right. It was never like that years right. ago. You had right. some space. But now if it flooded, if it decides to Quiet. flood like another Sandy Quiet. Exchange Place is underwater. Quiet. Because it's so close Just to like the top of the water. So so close to the That's top like of Liberty Park. Mm-hmm. When, when when I went there, I was just like, damn, I don't even remember the water being this right. high. The water is very high. Sandy, this could be it. They said they just found a sign from New Jersey that was blown away in Sandy in France, my nigga. Wow. France! <laughs> so y'all can take that and go what? with it. Yes! A sign that was blown away in Hurricane Sandy was just found in France. That's Where the ridiculous. Fuck is France at? Ain't France exactly. like. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's 20 that minutes shit away. Is across the fucking world. Like, <laughs> France is in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New France Jersey? is in France. Yes. And they so, seen a I, sign Like from I said, we are researching. New Jersey? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a new fucking city, bitch? Like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. All right. So, we need to get into the next segment of the That's show. It. This is called The Socials. Socials is where we um, talk about some things we see on social media a lot of things have been going on on social media not just even talking about what's going on with this global warming shit because that's been going around too a lot of racial shit like i told you guys has been going on that i can't really necessarily fuck with but one amongst amongst those things is this new docuseries that I believe is on what Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yes. Called When They See Us. Mm-hmm. And it tells the story of the Central Park Five. Right. 
I will preface this conversation. I'm sure Amber can follow up when I can tell you I have not watched it. Neither have I. I cannot watch it at right now at this point. It it is the topic of discussion is a trigger for me because I'm very well aware of this story. I have seen documentaries and you know little shows and things, you know, talking about this History story. Class. It is horrific yeah. for me so i am not at the point where i can watch this um i'm aware of the parties involved what happened and things like that but it has gotten social media brewing talking about it you've seen a lot of people um just interacting and showing mm-hmm. their reactions about it joe has more joe you've seen it yeah right. I, i've Hold seen on, joe, it. before you get into it this is the only thing i because I, I have no insight mm-hmm. the it. only one thing i wanted to say was that i don't appreciate the people who polarize mm-hmm. and when i say that i mean there i was on twitter and there was somebody that said are y'all just now learning about the central park five and it's like yo what if so what if it's some people that just now are learning about this situation right you know what i'm saying yeah, like obviously kids Right, no, I I, I was I was one years old. Right, yeah. it was eighty nine. Just turned right? one. It was an eighty nine. Yeah, I was just born. So no, you weren't even born yet. Right, but I mean, I heard about the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard about this. I I I, I didn't know about it as mm-hmm. in depth. Yes. But what I will say is, how trash is it? to trash people who Who just now heard about it. It's great that people are now learning about the fucking trap one. Just one out of fucking many travesties that have happened. I just learned about happened. Khalif Brada mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Are you That's what I'm saying. So like, like and it's right. like it's not it's not a big deal that people are just now learning. There was a meme that we talked about earlier that said, you know, take this into consideration. This docu series is like a horror film mm-hmm. for black people. Mm-hmm. It's a horror film to me. Right. I cannot watch that right now. Mm-hmm. You yep. know why? Because I said after I me talking about the R. Kelly shit. Mm-hmm. After I watched that fucking video, not the R. Kelly docu series, but the actual sex tape. I said I said I don't regret many things in my life, but that was one thing I regret doing, and that's some shit that still haunts me. And it's like I can't like just because I know how that shit fucked me up. I don't think I'll ever watch when they see us. Unfortunately, yeah, I might throw it on it. in the background just so you that said you're gonna watch it. That's it. I started I to need, turn it I on want, downstairs. I want Ava to still get her streams, <laughs> right? But, but I, I don't can. think I'm gonna be able to watch it. But Joe, take it away. But Joe, um, shout out to Ava DuVernay mm-hmm. um, because when I'm saying that she's very talented. Bless your heart and all that God has in store in the future. Um, one thing, you know, I can say is that I watched, um, you know, I hear Am- um, Amber and Asia say that I'm triggered very like like not very often but often and i'm like triggered i never was triggered mm. don't know what triggered is <sighs> when i'm telling you um when i watched this docu-series i realized what triggered was mm. um the person that i feel the most connected to was um the brother Kevin Richardson. It wasn't like someone smacked me in the face with a with a with a um with a helmet or anything of the sort. But I was um I was the person um accused of doing something and persuaded into a different level. 
Um, and like what I was, what I felt triggered was um, when you're at a point where, as you're like, all you can see is your bed and wanting to be home. That's all you saw, and you knew to tell the truth. So let me tell a short story. Mm-hmm. So I saw myself the same age as them, um, and this is a true story. I was 14 years old, getting ready to go on a cruise, a family vacation cruise, because mm-hmm. every two years my family go out for vacation, and every year something different. Um, so I had bought these sneakers, and no, I wasn't 14. I had to be like 16 because I wanted to drive, and I had just got my um, permit, 16. Ooh. So I was 16, and I was like, yo, I'm about to go to the mall. My mother was like, yo, um, I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna take a trip with you to the mall. I'm like, yo, ma, I got my license. Like, why do you need to come? Thank God she came. Went to the mall um, in Jersey, and I had my sneakers in my hand because I wanted to match them up to different things in the store, and I couldn't find nothing. So I walked to the register. I was with my best friend and my mother. So we walked to the register. My best friend had paid for her, um, her whatever she had bought. And as we proceeded to walk out, I'm like, all right, whatever. So I walked out, and this guy came in front of me. He was like, get back in the store. I'm like, what? Um, I'm, so me being 16 years old, I walked around him, and he said, walk back into the store before I punch you in your face. Oh. So then I know got it real because I'm 16 years old coming from Jersey City. Like, oh, what? you what? 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 what you may be big but you know i'm in the lumber business i'm down to <laughs> chopping lumber. niggas down oh, chopping Chop people down, down. down so down. my mother was like hold up no 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 we're gonna go back into the store so we went back in the store and we got back and my mother was like yo why are we back here he was like he stole something from us mm. he stole those sneakers and my mother was like no he didn't steal those sneakers I was like, I didn't steal no sneakers. I bought these sneakers into the store. My mother being into the retail business for a number of years, she was just like, check the box. The serial number on the box that he purchased it from is a different serial number from the box that would be in that store. store. store, But mind you, I'm 16 years old, not knowing nothing at all, my rights or whatever. He's like, you stole something. And mind you, he's throwing handcuffs in the air, hitting them down on the ground. And I'm like, yo, I didn't steal nothing from this store. Because I'm not like, yo, I didn't steal nothing. Happened like, it, it was like 45 minutes to an hour, and the mall was about to be closed. And he was like, sign this piece of paper, and you will never go back. This paper will let you know that you will never go back into another Marshalls or Target a day in your life. I felt like that was that meant so much more to me than anything. Like all I saw myself was trying to go back into my bed and go to sleep and hide under the covers because I like I'm like, yo, I didn't steal nothing from this store. I didn't do nothing like I'm I'm with my best friend and I'm with my mother. Why would I do that? And I mean, I work in retail now and I know that people do that. But like, I'm like, why would I fuck? Why would I do that? Like, check the fucking cameras. I never went to the shoe section because didn't the, a receipt. I, I didn't have a receipt because I didn't buy the shoes the same day. 
Oh, you just brought the shoes. I just with bought you. the shoes to with check me for the outfit. Right. The to check and that shouldn't be a crime. That's not a fucking crime. So look that I stole it. So my so my, I'm saying. so my mother so my mother was like she's pissed. He called the cops. He did all of this shit, and then he was like, "You got your last chance." Last you, chance for what? You either you either go and sign this paper, and then my mother's like, "Don't sign that fucking paper." She was like, "If you want somebody to go to jail, let me go to jail tonight." Mm. And like I know he didn't steal it, and the reason why I relate to Mr. Kevin Richardson because I saw envision myself like his sister walked in, his sister walked in, and she was like, "I know you didn't do nothing wrong," and he cried, and I saw myself crying like, "Ma, I let me just sign this paper. I just want to go home," and that was his voice. I never was triggered, and I never remembered this story until I saw that. Mm picture that was a repressed memory i said yo i said ma let me just go home let me just go home and my mother was like you got it after you there like 45 minutes an hour Mm -hmm. but they was there for 42 hours and i'm like uh got home which is illegal to begin with Mm -hmm. right and none of them had a parental figure with them so my mother was like, when I got home, you know, my mother's a West Indian woman. You got to find that fucking receipt. I don't know where it is. You got to get in the garbage. You better go dig it out. And you know, one, this is one reason why I don't carry around cash. One thing that saved me was I bought it with my debit card. card. Mm-hmm. And what they told, what I did was I called the company that I bought the sneakers from. And they were able to track my receipt down with my debit card. They printed it out. They took my sneakers that day. Marshalls took my sneakers. They really? took they took them. They wouldn't they wouldn't release them to me because they still they still thought that I stole them. So um, I came back like this was on a weekend. Came back Monday, had the receipt, and came presented it. They pre- came came back with my sneakers. The store manager came out and was like, "I'm sorry." And what hurt was the simple fact that as an adolescent, you told the truth. And you would think my black, like my brother, my mother, that this man to to this this day, I remember he said, you only doing this because I'm black. My mother's like, I'm fucking black. I didn't turn no colors when I walked in this fucking room. Right. Wow. Two days later. I got a call. Hey, can I speak to Joe Hurd? I would like to offer him a $25 gift certificate. <laughs> <from Marcus. laughs> Ooh, y'all lucky I ain't call my lawyer. My mother, my, my mother, guess what? My mother, <laughs> this is, this is the difference because, you know, as I felt like I was triggered, I had somebody that was always knowledgeable of it. My father, my mother, very knowledgeable about this shit. My mother was like, no, thank you. But guess what? I'll see you in court. Right. Because what happened at that day was that was racial profiling. I was proven guilty before innocent. You How were, you gonna you tell me I stole something from your fucking story? Then Marshall's don't even carry everything. I wa- I watch a lot of shit, and I saw myself like in jail. I'm not the I, like. Listen, I don't I don't belong in nobody's jail. You know how many people please. <laughs> 
so many people cop please. Right. Because they don't want to go to jail, so they'll right. fess up to something they didn't even do. Right. And and like and, and and when you watch it, because I'm texting one of my colleagues right now, and they she's watching it as as we speak, and she's <laughs> texting me like, "Yo, this shit is a fucked up situation." Right. And. I sit here and Where's I'm like, Khalif, Khalif Bravo oh, Did yeah, I see the Khalif? Yes, it's worse than that. Guess what? It's worse than because you know it's what? Worse than can that. I can can I, no no no? Can I tell you that when you watch the Khalif, if you watch the Khalif Bravo story, the one it's one guy that uh, that only went to the precinct because he said, "Yo, my mother's gonna be like, my mother will be upset if I didn't support you." Because his name wasn't Not on. Not that Khalif Browder. No, no, no. I know, no, no. Uh, I know. His only his name is Kevin Wise. He he said he wasn't he, even in the park. He, he wasn't went to the. He he was in the park, but he only his name wasn't on a list. So they had this list of people. So one of his boy that was with him is one of the five. He he said, yo, my mother would, would be upset with me if I didn't support, if I didn't go with you to the precinct. Because I'm guessing, like, him and them, them they, both their mothers were close. Because they said only two of them knew each other. The yes. Other mm-hmm. it, it was know. Kevin Wise and... Um, I forget the other dude's Watching name. He's a, he's a, he, he, he... I, I know him. He's Muslim. So, whatever. So, um, he would... Kevin was asleep. And they kicked him... And they was, and he's the one that that was charged as an adult because he was sixteen. And they threatened him. They had cheers and not knowing if they alleged. He just went up there to support his support. And he was the one that stayed in jail the longest. And this is the one that sat there. Because he went to Rikers Island. Went to Rikers Island. I know that much. He went to Rikers Island. He, like, when I'm telling you, he was getting beat up because wow. they thought that he was. He really did it. And they told him in in many prisons. They said, "Yo, you better cop a plea and put it and go 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 to um, segregation because PC segregation. I mean, what's um, PC? That's protective custody. No, no, not even protective custody. They, he was in population? a cell. He was in put. He was in a gen- cell by himself. He wanted to go to general population. Oh, solitary. Sorry, oh, solitary. solitary. He was in solitary. So they he That's went even there. Worse in Rikers Island. Right. So he went That's to solitary. Khalif crazy. was fucked up. Yes. Khalif was there for like what? So three he months? went. Some shit like oh, that? Like no, three longer. Years. Three years. Yeah, he was in there for three years. That's why he killed himself. Yeah. Right. So solitary. He went to solitary. And like they was like, that's the only way you gonna be. He went to another jail, and he was in solitary for a while. They beat him up, and what was so sad was he held the bars and was like, "Help me to the CO," and the CO took his his nightstick out or whatever it is and hit his fingers, and he let go, and they was beating him up. And guess what? His mother saw God. His mother was like, "Yo," called him one day, and. His brother was a homosexual, so he was gay and all this stuff. He died. So his when he got this second call from his mother, he was like, Ma, what's up? You good? She cried out and said, somebody loves you. Somebody loves you. He was like, what? You're being released. Mm. And you know what? You know who he was released by? So there was one CO that... Spoiler alert. There was one CO that loved him and was like, um, gave him this job. So he was doing this cleaning business. So he was cleaning out the thing, and it was one guy that came out, and he got in a fight with him because of the television was high and low. And this low. is all in jail? 
this is all in jail. Mm-hmm. The 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 that TV was high and low. He wanted it high because he liked the videos that was going on, but he wanted to turn it. The other guy wanted to turn it down. This was the guy that he got in a fight with in jail. He got him out. He's the person that got him out because he's the guy that did the rape. Oh right, yes. He's the guy that did, and you know what? It was he black or white? Oh, you don't he was Hispanic. Up the whole shit for me now. You know that I was willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Now you, I'm still oh, gonna I, watch I, I, it. I said spoiler alert. He 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 fucked it up for us earlier. So that, oh, that's a massive spoiler alert. So so, but I'll go with it because now I know. I still so, watch so, it so 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 later on, he sat up there and was like, "Your name is Kevin Wise, knowing who he is," and was like, "Yo, I respect you." He called, he went to the COs and was like, I'm the one that did it. This lady, Linda, and I'm taking you to the library. Linda is the one that was like, yo, I know it was a six person. The person, the seat, the, 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 the lawyer sat there and said that, that tapped out and was like, nah, I don't want nothing to do with this. She was like, yo, his semen is on the girl. It's the ultimate spoiler. Just so you know, you find the ultimate. Exactly I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> His semen was on the girl and the semen was not on any any anyone else. So I, I say that like <sighs> depression and all of that is real. <sighs> that shit is real because you know what? That's suppression. That's suppression. That's suppression that you that 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 rises up inside of you that you do not realize and i'm a 31 year old grown-ass man that was right. watching this show at 11 o'clock at night and i didn't even expect this yeah i gotta watch that at 2 p.m <laughs> so like yo that shit that shit is real absolutely absolutely <sighs> i'm sorry uh, there is a, no that's good i mean I mean, this is all the more reason, and I'll be I'll be honest as well, and just say that I have not watched the Kali Brada story because, again, I I already know the shits. Like I I I stay tuned and apt to these um, situations that happen in the black community, so I'm well aware of the Kali Brada story. But I did not watch Thirteen because I knew I would be triggered, um, and that had came out what a year or two ago, maybe more than that, and I don't see myself watching this. Um, However, I pray, I pray for black men every day of my life. I, I pray for black people, but you know, like that suppression is real. And and it's good that you brought up that story about what happened to you, because that just teaches us as a people that more than we know, we suppress so many of our experiences that have happened to us. And we make them go away until we see something that triggers them. But when we suppress the experiences that we have, it changes us. Mm -hmm. And I always tell, you know, well, when I have conversations with people that, you know, sometimes we might have conflicting thoughts on something. I'm changing the subject now. Um, but when I have, I always am, I'm always am conscious of what they may be suppressing. Yes. Because sometimes that suppression will make them feel a way different because they don't want to feel what they're being suppressed with. Um, so, I mean, that, I just say that to say, 
you know, sometimes when you're talking and you're interacting with people and being this is Suicide Awareness Month, you need to kind of understand sometimes your conversations might go left, but you don't know what that person is suppressing. Sometimes that person might be trying to make you wrong because of your experience. But you don't have to make people wrong because your experiences are different. Little do they know your experiences are identical almost. Um, But anyway, suppression is real, especially in our community of black people, because we already been through horrific experiences historically. But sometimes those, well, not sometimes, it is a fact that those horrific experiences have spilled out into our everyday experiences just as black people. But we've suppressed those things that have happened to us and our ancestors that we've learned to be conditioned to suppress what has happened, what is happening to us right now. So, um, I mean, it's unfortunate. I hate it. It is one of the many things, it is probably one of the only things that I hate about this world that we live in. One thing that I can say, and then I'll release it to you, is watching this and triggering and stuff like that, um, I realized that men men and women are the exact same. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. From what I know, I've never, I can't tell you what a woman woman feels like or um, in terms of their emotions, but I feel what I know is, from what, from what I hear from you guys, is we are the exact same, mm-hmm. but we process and we handle things totally different. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the way that we would, may see a, 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 a multiplication equation Mm -hmm. we may it's just like we come to the answer differently we come to the answer differently and not to say that the answer is wrong because Mm -hmm. the answer is right no we came to the answer we came to the (laughs) answer but the answer we just we took it to did the formula a little different we didn't use please please excuse my dear and sam sally i would have said Say say hello to Aunt Sally, <laughs> but I feel you. I mean, there's a. I'm a we're gonna get into a couple stories very briefly, and we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, speaking of racism, I'm gonna bring this very briefly. We did not discuss this earlier, but it is a story that I was apt to that I wanted to um, talk about. Um, it just came out today that the NBA is banning Mark Stevens mm-hmm. for one year and fines him $500,000 for the Cal Lowry incident. So at a game between the Ra- I think the Raptors and Go- Golden State Warriors, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was a point in time in the game where I think, like, he- Ky- Kyle might be trying to block a shot or something, but he went over the final line, kind of fell into the sideline where the warriors were sitting now this young general not young gentleman because he's an old white man he is part owner of the warriors and when kyle fell over and he was like trying to catch himself and get up this man mr stevens mushed the shit out of kyle like Mm. mushed him like trying to like get him out of the i don't know out from over their section but literally he was playing the game and he fell over there which happens yeah which happens and this man like if you watch the video literally just 
mushed this man for no fucking reason, which I which I wasn't appreciative of. Um, and so he got fined $500,000 and he is banned from the NBA for one year Good. because of his actions. And I'm glad that he has to see that. I mean, even I read something earlier that um, players of the NBA are either petitioning or they're trying to, get you know, out. get some conversation um, had about the... People who own the team, they don't like that the they owners of owners, owners right? They don't yeah, want that to be governors. Governors, right? And I can understand that because I'm with it. I'll be honest, I'm fucking with that. You see, because I have a problem with these white motherfuckers being it, being able to say, "Yes, I'm an owner of mm-hmm. a team that is predominantly black." Mm-hmm. We done with that o- mm-hmm. owner shit, my nigga. Right. Right. Like, we been done with that right. shit. Right. So fuck you, anybody who's against. Right, right, like right. Some people were like, oh, well, semantically, that just doesn't seem right. Fuck out of here. Fuck that semantic shit. Call them governors because that's what they they are. They govern the team. Right. You are not the owner of me, bro. Right. At all. I'm all the way and with And so that's why that I'm, I'm with that shit as well. Like, do what y'all got to do, you know, to make them know that this NBA, because the thing is, I don't watch the NFL. I don't watch football anymore. Well, I never really watched it, but I used to, you know, entertain it. But I don't watch the NFL anymore. If anything, I do entertain. Wow, I don't know what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I do entertain an NFL, I mean, an NBA playoff and championship right, like game. Right now, the finals really is when I watch basketball. And I do enjoy basketball. Shout out to my little sisters, Dominique and Jazz. Those are my basketball players. They got me into basketball a long time ago. But like if we about to be doing this shit, if y'all niggas about to get it fucked up too, like <laughs> then we just gonna have to show y'all what it's about because it's it's not gonna be like that. Like and a lot of these white people, white men and white women who quote unquote wants to say that they own these teams, well I'm gonna call it govern. I'll start I'll start the fact yeah. that govern these teams, they really think that they own them. They think they own these players and they manipulate them. They manipulate players in the NBA. I was listening to a sports show talking about um and this has and he's not white, but when Magic Johnson left the Lakers, uh this guy the one that got the 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 ball brothers their father mm-hmm. he was on there talking about well you know like behind the scenes me and um magic was talking about you know getting one of the boys on the team and then he wanted to see how well he would play so i told him to get one of his brothers on the team with him like so y'all behind the scenes talking about what players y'all gonna put where mm-hmm. which is how all these trades and shit go down. I noticed that years ago when it came to the NBA. And that's when I started disengaging a little bit and only watching the finals because it's just like, I used to have a whole team. Like, I was a fan of the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. They dismembered my team. Like, right. for no reason, everybody went which way. And then they pulled in these other people and the team just dissembled. But the team that my peoples went to started to get better and started to win games. It's all like some other type of shit. And I'm sure a lot of people who watch the NBA will say that shit is like a monopoly and that shit just, they buy and trade players like they buy and trade as slaves. But that's neither here nor there. They I won't get facts. into that. 
Um, but I will want to, I mean, we talked about some, you know, the bullshit that goes on in the black community, but we do want to applaud, um, some of our ballerific boss ass women, Rihanna, Beyonce, Serena Williams. Okay. They have made the Forbes list as the richest self-made women under 40 and Rihanna is the richest woman musician in the world with 600 million dollar net worth where's she from she from Barbados (laughs) (laughs) she is from Barbados and she is the richest female musician in the world with 600 million dollar net worth and I think that is such a pleasure to see, um, especially with Rihanna, with her being a young millennial black woman, um, and also to see icons like Serena Williams and Beyonce be up there just slaying and and doing and doing. Beyonce has been very, um, she's been in the news just because of how she uh, how she conducts her financial. Um, her financials and you know her financial happenings like with the whole deal that she had with uber and also with hulu or was it netflix with making sure that i guess uber just went publicly traded and so when she had early yeah she she invested early so she made like 300 million or 30 million something like that like she made a lot of money doing that and that just seeing celebrities do stuff like that like a beyonce and i'm sure rihanna and serena williams have their financials in order too but it, it, it provides a big inspiration to young women and to the women who follow them so that they know like well beyonce did this with her money so when i get a little coin i I'm going to start investing. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to make sure that my money multiplies. They are they are starting a, a trend, a, trend yep. a positive one. Well, Fact. girl, well, just come on now. Mm-hmm. Like, throw me a couple coins yeah. so I can get a couple extra <laughs> Let shit. me get a couple dollars. Bye. That's it. So that's, I mean, that is awesome to see. And that's it for the socials. I think we'll get into one letter before we get the fuck out of here. This has been a great episode we got into a couple different topics we got real um transparent we had a little trigger but we we got through that triggerization is what i'll call it can i do my little minute with the people oh are you ready okay y'all got the timer no we gonna do it in five you got it four three three two so this one segment is called a minute with the people the first one i want to get into is the fact that the fan who decided to say oh by the way aisha curry we're gonna blank you in the blank he's going to jail i thought that was very important to let y'all know also alabama could soon punish convicted child offenders with chemical castration i am all the way the fuck with this shit take the dicks off if you think that your dick belongs in someone who is not legally able to say that they you know want to do that or not fuck you your dick needs to be chemically removed and lastly another this was just reported today about two hours ago another pennsylvania woman died last year 
after drinking from the mini bar at the motherfucking Bahia Principe Resort at Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. So I say all and that to say, don't go to the motherfucking Dominican Republic because niggas is dying. I gave you some change. Absolutely. Those are those are stories that we want to talk about too cuz everybody that's going there is coming up missing, passing away, they find people. They found some people died of like suffocation or heart failure. Like heart attacks. Gym, right. Like What the fuck is going on? What are y'all putting in them drinks? Yeah, right. they trying to kill That shit people. got me a little bit afraid. Yeah, uh, and I've As been I to the Dominican Republic <laughs> and I will say out of all the places in the Caribbean I've been to and I've been to a lot of them. Dominican Republic was my least favorite, and the food got me terribly, terribly sick. And I've never been anywhere in the Caribbean um, where I've gotten that sick off the food. Like anyway, you know, when you travel, you be careful with the water you drink and stuff like that. But I got really, really sick there, and I also I just didn't feel comfortable. Right. Um. So I won't be going back to the Dominican yeah, Republic. Yeah, quiet for that. Um. Ever. So there's that. The next segment of our episode um, is our listener letters. We take letters from our listeners and we try to get to at least two of them per episode. This week we'll probably get into one because the people have to flee. We have to go. Um, Alright, let's get through this real quick. Joe, you screened the letters today, so would you like for me to read the first letter or the second one? Do you remember what they are? The second one. It's easy. Yeah. The second one. Okay. So, Dear People's Podcast, I'm in a complicated situation. I've been friends with Z for almost a year and a half now. Everything was going really well. We were never that close, but we had a good relationship that didn't have any drama. Then I decided it would be fine to date Z's younger brother. Fast forward a couple of months, her brother and I are doing really well. And at this stage, he is one of the best things in my life. Z, Z and a friend and I moved in together at the start of this year. Cue the deflating balloon noise. Okay. In our house, we each have our own rooms. My room is on the opposite side of the house as Z's, Mm -hmm. and I have my own private bathroom. A few weeks ago, my boyfriend and I were in the shower together. Z needed something from him and was knocking at my room door, only to be extremely upset with me for opening the door in a towel because of what it meant that I was in a towel. So, we had a massive fight about it later with her accusing me of being insensitive to her. She expects us not to do anything of a sexual nature unless it's a night when she's asleep or where she isn't at home. I don't know what to do now. My boyfriend and I have always been discreet in our activities and have never even made out in a shared space. The woman who lives in the room right next to mine had never even hinted that she knew what we were doing. I don't know if I'm comfortable with having restrictions in my own space just because Z struggles with the idea of it. And I know it's difficult with it being her brother, but I've honestly tried very hard to make sure we don't make her uncomfortable when we're all together. 
But she has just been making it so hard. I can't even make a dirty joke around her because she cringes and gets uncomfortable. Am I wrong for not wanting to have rules in my own private space? Please help me navigate this situation. Can I go first? Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. But she needs some penis herself. <laughs> because maybe she is so backed up that she needs to get the poison out the poison needs to be released and tell somebody to suck it out because honestly mm. there is some like it's either one or two things like she need to get the poison out or you doing some strange for a piece of change before you met that's something strange her brother and she just doesn't want you to be there because mm-hmm. like it got to be a like reason she's seen why. how you was with yeah, your previous like niggas. right so it got that got to be one or two things and if it's the the early of the two maybe you need to give her your brother or your uncle or cousin so she <laughs> will not have anything to worry about that's my advice my point my advice is simply this sis mind your fucking business <laughs> Mind the dick that is fucking you. (laughs) If you are having sex with your man and your roommate who lives directly next to you don't know that you fucking your man, it's a fucking problem. If you are jealous of your brother for getting the pussy from your friend and he's enjoying himself, your friend is enjoying herself and you just can't seem to find a happy gene within you to be happy for your sis and your bro. Sis, it might be either A, time to fucking move or B, time to get over yourself and like come to reality like snap back to reality the world does not revolve around you your brother's uh, 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 sexual and like you know girlfriend boyfriend relations have nothing to do with you so you have no business being offended by whatever he and your friend does now again once again if those things that they do are like completely repulsive to you that's your own business and you need to get the fuck out of that situation because you're fucking shit up for them also maybe you need to focus on the dick that you're sucking and fucking instead of the one that your friend is that's all i got to say um those are facts those are absolute facts i guess my only advice um to you uh to our listener writing the letter refer your friend to a therapist because she has some internal things that she might not be addressing um for someone who has grown to be mad at you for getting yours whether it's with her brother or whoever right like they have some other issues going on because she can't be mad and she shouldn't have an attitude about what you're doing with your life she needs there's a so there's an app called talk space so even if she doesn't have like the time to go and sit on the couch like she can just text her therapist and tell her why she's mad because for her to tell you why she's mad uh, she might, you might be the wrong one she talking to. Oh, it's the brother's girlfriend who wrote it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my advice was to the sister. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the sister <laughs> needed that advice, and, and I'm also like I didn't. I wanted to talk to the. 
I wanted to talk to the. I know it was a few different people in this shit. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk to the. What's the face? The brother? To, no, I wanted to talk to the friend, the but I ended up talking to the sister. Right. So, um. I, I am telling the friend, like, listen, refer her to a therapist. She needs to go to therapy. She's worried about the wrong things. Point blank, period. She needs to go to a therapist. Um, So we only have 10 minutes left. So we're going to go into a segment called Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts is where we just throw out the gems that we have to leave with the people um, after this final episode. So, Joe, do you happen to have a final thought? I absolutely do. Um, so, yeah, generally what I usually do is I you know, I find myself, like, listening to the episodes and I'm like, yo, I, like, repeat myself over and over again about the final thought, but... Um, this episode, I'm going to be very conscious of like my final thought and repeating it over and over. Not to say that everyone doesn't need to hear it over and over, but whatever. But um, my final thought will be today. Um, comparison is an act of violence to yourself. And, like we tend to not realize that. Um, when we compare ourselves to people, we only putting ourselves down to the opportunities that we have to offer. So today I say to you, like, yo, change your way, change your act, change your 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 your, your thought process. And it may sometimes be be very difficult. Mm-hmm. But one or two things I want to say to you um like incorporate self-love and acceptance and if any and if you feel at this moment it's very hard for you to do one of those two then i would subscribe to you a therapist and go out to talk face talk face talk (laughs) Talk space space. (laughs) yeah i laughed at myself saying that talk space like because i just feel like when you compare yourself to people it's just like like we said, we're, we're worrying about those alg- algorithms on Instagram um, and we want to see what people are doing. And in all actuality, while you're watching what those people are doing, your time is dwindling and you can't get back that time. So I say to you, my brother, I say to you, my sister, to be happy in the skin you're in. Ooh. Absolutely. Can I go next? Yes. Okay. So my final thought is <clears throat> people think that intimacy is about sex. But intimacy is about truth. When you realize that you can tell someone your truth, when you can show yourself to them, when you can stand in front of them and their responses you're safe with me that's intimacy and I say that to say I thought that I had intimacy in my last relationship because I was able to tell him everything he I thought told me everything I thought I was able to stand in front of him and he said he got me 
he was able to stand in front of me and I knew I had him. Don't be fooled by the fuck shit because the fuck shit could be like masked in like some really pretty, really comforting, really like homely, you know, loving shit. And you think that you really in some cool shit and it ain't. So I'm not saying to reevaluate the shit that you're in right now. But what I will say is, sis, bruh, we know when we see red flags, sometimes we choose to ignore them. And red flags don't always equate to the bullshit. Sometimes a red flag means that you got to check some shit and y'all be good. But other times, like my like my particular uh situation, the red flag was sis get the fuck out as soon as possible. Mm. And I chose to ignore that shit for 3 years. Don't be like Amber. Don't make the mistakes that I made because now I'm in a space where I have directly come out of an extremely quote unquote intimate space with somebody and now I'm single as fuck. That's not a fun place to be because your brain and your heart are still ready to be intimate, but the niggas on the dating app just want to fuck. I'm just saying. So don't do what I did. If you, if you're listening, okay. If you're (laughs) listening to this shit right the fuck now and you hear my voice and you feel some red flags popping up, Sis, bruh. I was about to say, bruh. <laughs> get the fuck out. Right, right, right. right. I was out. the quintessential advocate for love. I was the fuck the red flag nigga. Okay? That was me. I was the, I could fix him. That was me. I was the, I we could fuck there. him right. That was me. Don't do what I did. I promise you, you'll be lonely and sad and so disappointed by the motherfuckers on the dating app because these niggas are not worthy. And so, more importantly, you'll be more out. disappointed in yourself. Ooh, big facts. You're because I knew since day... Let me tell you something. I knew since Ooh, day one. Headphones. I knew since 2015, <laughs> which makes it four years. But I said, oh no, I could fix him. Mm-mm. The motherfuckers that can't be fixed can't be fixed. No matter how wet your pussy is, no matter how sloppy your head is, no matter how tight your hugs are, you will never be able to fix a nigga Mm -mm. who don't want to be fixed. Mm -mm. So my final thought is, sis, bruh, get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> no, that shit real though. Get the fuck out. No, no, no bullshit. Get the fuck out. No, dead ass. Like you don't you don't want to be like me. It's a little bit more like that. It's a more. I just want a little taste. What you got? Um 
What you Damn, doing? what was I going to say? All right, since I forgot my initial final thought, I'll go to my second one. Oh, I got here. That I've had. And for some reason, this has been resonating for me with me for, like, the past, like, week or so. Um, and this is something that my... My therapist told me a long time ago, like my first therapist in a, in a long, long time ago's days. Long, the long, time, long, long, long time, time ago's ago. days. <laughs> yes. you, you, you do use them. You do use them. <laughs> you do use them. So you want a pack of them? <laughs> yeah, so I was forced to get a pack of this and I had to come to terms with it. But um, it she said something so if you don't if you don't heal from the hurt mm. that you already have you'll end up bleeding on people who never cut you oh, oh shit oh lord jesus christ you bleeding on if you, if you don't heal from the the hurt you already have you will bleed on people who never even mm. cut you mm. you message. got an open wound Such open wounds don't go into no but new if, shit with no open wounds now now if you don't heal from those then the people that come into your life to be a blessing you end up pushing those people away you taking hmm. the bathing suit into wintertime? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> you have to. You got to pack that. Not pack. I don't even say pack it up because you need to deal with it. Whether uh. you need to cut it up, burn it, do something with it, you need to deal with it. You so need that to it, do laundry and give it to the Wash it up. <laughs> make it new. Right. Get rid of it. Give it to Salvation Army. But you, <laughs> if you don't heal from the wounds that hurt you, you'll bleed on the people that didn't cut you. Hello? You have to, you have to address. And that's why I'm so, I'm such a proponent for therapy. And I'm such, like, I tell people, you have to unpack this shit. And I will say this as a PSA to not y'all, my friends, but I got mm-hmm. other friends that be coming to me with they shit. And I want to tell you, I, I want to be an ear for you, but I also don't have the capacity to be a garbage disposal mm. oh. for you to pour out all of your shit onto me because I'm I'm an empath. I feel bad. Your problems are my problems. Now I feel bad. Now I'm fucked up. So mm. this is why I'm such a proponent for therapy. And it's so sad that so many people in the black community are like, oh, I don't need to go talk to nobody. I ain't crazy. Nah, nah, nah. It ain't about being crazy. It's about you dealing with your shit, beloved. Like you sometimes like we're all supposed to be there for each other. I get it. Mm. But sometimes we're not all uh we don't have the capacity to take on other people's shit. And although you want to feel like you got friends and family that can help you and be there for you, you also need to be considerate of their heart, their mind, and their soul. You need to see, you don't know what they're dealing with. They sitting there listening to you and your bullshit, but you have no idea what's mm. going on with them, beloved. If you don't heal the wounds that have hurt you, you will bleed on somebody that never even fuck with you. Mm. They just been there to love on you, but you're hurting that person because you have not dealt with the things that you have needed to deal with don't do it we all suffer from enough if we can do our part in helping ourselves we'll end up helping each other in the mm. long run that's my final thought get the fuck out Ooh. get the fuck out y'all are ridiculous get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> take us home eh? 
So um, that is episode 33 of the People's Podcast. I'm your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. I've been here with my family. Hey, Amber Nicole here. It's your boy, Tango Ray. Oh, not Tango, Tango Ray. It's <laughs> Jay. <laughs> H to the Jizay. Okay. Tank to the Rizzy. Not Tank to the Rizzy. This has, no, first of all, shout out before we go. Shout out to Uncle Ra. Thank you again. Uncle Daddy Ra. Uncle Daddy Ra. This has been episode 33 of the People's Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next week to episode 34. We'll see you later. Thank you for being a friend. Bye. See you next week.